It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. And we say hello and uh, good Friday to you. Welcome in. Priority Talk Live. Greg Davis here with you. And uh, hello, 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 everybody. I'm glad to be back after being out uh, this week. I, I know people didn't seem to like know where i was i heard a little bit of that um and that's fine i didn't really give a lot of details and that was good i was working this week though just uh doing my thing as the uh, president of the alabama citizens action program and uh out and about doing it i, I maybe I'll, I'll a little bit i, I did a little did a lot of learning this week all right some connecting and some learning and uh, making myself a better uh, leader, a better Christian, uh, a better, uh, hopefully a better radio host as well. So uh, I, maybe I'll talk a little bit about it. But we're glad to be here with you. Big thanks to Tommy Littleton. Did he go by Tommy or Thomas? He said Tom. Tom. Tom Littleton. <laughs> I never know. Uh, thanks to Tom Littleton for Monday and Tuesday. One of the smartest guys I know right there at the very top. Not, not anybody any smarter. And then, of course, so Wednesday, thanks to Ray Mellick, the old radio veteran journalist who just finished uh, helping to build out the 1819news.com website over the past year and get that being uh, probably the leading news source in the state of Alabama. And uh, Congressman Gary Palmer for coming in with him. I didn't know that was going to happen. That's nice. And then yesterday, of course, uh, Paul Brazier, along with uh, my friend Pastor Barber out here with us, Michael Barber. And so uh, so good to uh, for you to get to hear about his book. Really cool stuff. I mean, he's just a neat guy. And uh, Pell City represented here yesterday as uh, Michael was a former superintendent of the Pell City school system out there. Did they mention that? I didn't hear that part. I listened to some of it. I didn't get to hear it all. I go back and listen on the podcast. I wasn't able to listen live. I was traveling and I was actually uh, sort of in the in the air yesterday, uh, getting home. So, um, but yeah, Michael Pastor, former principal, educator, superintendent. Glad he got to come and be here on the program also, yesterday. Also had Jonathan Murray on the show. Okay, and Jonathan. Well, I, I didn't. I missed that. Wonderful, good stuff. And it's all there at the podcast. If you missed it, Priority Talk Radio worked perfect. I listened to myself while I was at the airport yesterday. I, I went back and was able to listen to some of the. Uh, the previous day show with Ray Mellick and Gary Palmer. And uh, worked just perfect. Priority Talk Radio, go find it. It's on all your platforms, and you can go through the website as well. And, uh, hey, we're, we're right on the verge of, of, of uh, building out a new website for Priority Talk Radio. So I, I think um, not, not that what we're doing now is, is not good, but I think it's about to be a whole lot better. But we're glad to be here with you. And uh, got some big stuff coming up next thursday night is the opening of really 
football here in the state of Alabama. Although I think Jack State plays. Do they play this weekend? I think so. Um, but the big home opener for the UAB Blazers against the Alabama A&M out of Huntsville, Alabama. What's their mascot? Alabama A&M. Oh man, I can see the logo. But are I they are they Bulldogs? I, it, I think it is. That's right, the Bulldogs. That's right. It's one of the m- most popular mascots. There, I think so that's right. If we're wrong, somebody call us that, and tell us. That or Tigers or Lions. I'm sure it's one of those. I think it actually is the Bulldogs. I think you're right on that. Uh, out of Huntsville, be traveling down to Protective Stadium. I've, I've seen them play in person before. and just can't remember. Uh, but I think you got it right. Next Thursday night, September 1, excited about the UAB uh, and the kickoff of football season this year. If you haven't been to Protective Stadium, uh, it's it's worth the trip. Go check it out. Uh, catch a game or two or three this year uh, there at Protective Stadium. I've been there uh, several times. Been there for the World Games. Been there for UAB. Been out there for the USFL. Really good stuff. Definitely worth the drive. It's a fantastic venue. And I uh, hope, hope a lot of you will head out next Thursday evening and uh, to the game. Uh, coming all across North Alabama, Central Alabama, make your way to the stadium. Of course, then the next Thursday night, we've got the Gaither Vocal Band live at Shades Mountain Baptist Church September 8th the Something Good is About to Happen tour and uh, we've got tickets for that hang on for your chance to win we're going to be giving tickets away pretty consistently including today so hang on Uh, be ready to call in when the time comes 205-941-1011 not now not now not doing it now but uh, when the time comes be ready to call in and win your tickets. you got to stay with us. And I'm looking forward to, to, to being at that, the Gaither Vocal Band. And we will have uh, Wes Hampton from, from the vocal band. Wes Hampton will be with us Monday on the program. So looking forward to visiting with Wes. I don't believe I've ever uh, interviewed Wes Hampton before. Thinking back over, I don't think so. Uh, I've had Mark Lowry. Um some different ones but uh never had you know the members change uh of the current group right now though i think mark lowry is the only one that i've interviewed and uh, looking forward to having wes on come monday and uh, i will be here with you uh most all the week next week of course we're going to get into labor day weekend uh this time next week so uh good chance i may not be in here friday uh, as we kind of head out of town, got some different things going on. Uh, but let me let me put this out there as well. This is sort of one of those big uh, uh, station announcements, and I'll do it again later. But let me go ahead and sort of put it out there now because uh, this is going to affect a lot of you at this very time. A lot of you uh, have been listening. You know, we were three to five, three until five p.m. up until the springtime. And then at my request, I shifted to 4 to 6 because it gave me more time during the day once I became the uh, president of ALCAP. It gave me an extra hour during the day when I was down at the state house and, uh, you know, being down there representing um, uh, churches and representing our values. Uh, I, I requested to move the show 4 until 6 p.m. Uh, then many of you may, I'm sure you realize that uh, Phil Williams joined our uh, broadcast team here just a few, uh, what's it been, a month or two now? Yeah, about about two months. Joined us, and uh, I I was uh, I helped make that happen. I actually introduced Phil to our management here and said, uh, hey, I think he would 
be a great fit to help him reach more people across the state of Alabama here on this big signal that reaches Birmingham, Huntsville, and, you know, uh, Florence and Fort Payne and Tuscaloosa and Clanton and, you know, Talladega, all parts in between, Gadsden, Anniston. And uh, he was he was already doing his show out of uh, out of Huntsville, but uh, only reaching, you know, the northernmost part of, of the northern part of Alabama and, and not reaching central Alabama. And so, uh, you know, I, I was very excited to have Phil and Right Side Radio join our team. And uh, many of you, I'm sure, enjoy listening to him before I come on. And so you're going to get more of a chance to do that. Phil, uh, beginning next Thursday, September the 1st, will begin also broadcasting during this hour, the 4 o'clock hour. His show will be 2 until 5 p.m. We'll be picking up all three hours of Right Side Radio. And then I will come on at 5 o'clock, and I will be on 5 until 7 p.m. So you're gaining an extra hour of a good, solid, conservative talk from Christian men who aren't ashamed of it, who uh, understand ministry and all of these different elements. And so uh, that'll begin next Thursday. I don't know that Phil has announced that on his show yet. I don't think so. But we're, we're putting it out there. Uh, everything's um, in, in the works or in, in plan to make that happen. So next Thursday, September 1st, at this time, you'll be hearing the third hour of Right Side Radio, and then Priority Talk will begin at 5 p.m. and last until 7 p.m. All right? So just giving you that. I know for some of you, uh, that'll be it different. Some of you, I realize, you get off work at 4 o'clock, you get in the car, you haven't been hearing Right Side Radio because you get off work at 4. Uh, let me tell you, it, he is outstanding. Um, we, our values align. He doesn't do the exact same show I do. That would be stupid for us to do the same show. He doesn't do the exact same show that I do. Uh, he does it his way, but he gets it out there, and uh, he, he, he's got an incredible background of uh, ministry, military, uh, serving as an Alabama state senator for two terms and then walking away from it, as people should do, in my opinion. You should do your time, serve, and then get out. And that's what he did. And uh, he's a lawyer and uh, and now has been hosting a radio show now for just about a year, maybe just a little bit over a year. So uh, we're excited about it. I, I think for us to have 2 until 7 p.m. with talk radio, I think is just outstanding. And so it's all good. But for some of you, you're going to need to give give your attention to Phil during the 4 o'clock hour and uh, give him the opportunity to, uh, to earn your trust, just as you have with me, and, uh, and listen in for him and what he has to say. Now, I realize across North Alabama, Huntsville Market, some of you are already able to hear Phil during the, five, during the 4 o'clock hour. Okay, I get that, because he's on another station up there, and you're already able to hear me and him. Well... He'll just be on both stations at this point, all right? I mean, he'll be on the station out of there, out of Huntsville, and also on 101.1 FM. So uh, you're not going to have the option to go back and forth between me and Phil, which I'm sure some of you do. You probably listen to me and go, hey, what's Greg talking about? Hey, what's Phil talking about? So you probably go back and forth depending on who's talking about something that catches your ear. I do the same thing, all right? So I get it. But uh, now... Uh, you'll you'll hear him broadcasting on both stations, uh, but for many of you, uh, the majority of our audience, you know, of our coverage area, 
uh, you're going to be picking up a third hour of Brightside Radio, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, and we're we're good with it. It will bring some uh, a little bit of programming changes to Priority Talk. We're things we're going to do things probably a little differently uh, to maximize our time. But and I'll tell you more about that um, when it when it gets here. Okay, I'll, I'll explain more of that. I don't want to give you too much to digest all at one time. Uh, right now, just process the fact that Priority Talk will be five until seven, and Right Side Radio will be two until five. And, of course, our podcast will still be there. If you want to hear uh, both hours of our program, it'll be there every day. Uh, Stuart posts that up uh, within, what, probably uh, it's up within maybe 30 minutes of us going off the air. Yeah, usually 15 to 30 minutes yeah. after. So within 30 minutes, it's there. So you can listen listen later. And quite honestly, that's how a lot of people uh, consume their, uh, their, their content now is, is later. And so you'll be able to do that. And we're going to start breaking out the podcast a little differently. So when you go to look, you can find things a little quicker. Uh, we're, so we're going to adjust a few things uh, to make it more accessible for you and, uh, and do our best to, uh, to still serve you very well. Uh, but it will give me another hour to do what I do during the day. And, and that's a good thing, especially during the legislative session when I'm in Montgomery. Uh, I'll have a whole other hour that I can spend in the state house each day before I have to leave uh, and get on the radio and tell you what's happening. So I'll know more of what's happening and, and be able to have a fuller experience there to bring uh, to bring to light here on the program. Okay, we'll uh, we'll let that go right there. If you don't understand, I don't know how you couldn't, but if you have any questions, you feel free to call and we'll try to explain it. 205-941-1011. I've always been totally open and honest. Uh, with our listening audience uh, about what's going on, how this works, and you know what you think happens and really doesn't happen, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I'm com- completely fine to be open and honest with you, but uh, I'll look forward to listening to Phil from 4 until 5 before I go on at 5 o'clock, and it'll all be good. Stuart will be here with me, and uh, we're going to make it happen. Okay, hey, there is a lot to talk about, and, um, none, and none less important than uh, what's coming up just over an hour from now uh, you're going to hear a visit I did I had earlier this week with the Kendrick brothers Alex and Stephen Kendrick you know them from all the great movies from uh, Flywheel to Facing the Giants Courageous War Room Overcomer uh, Show Me the Father and now Life Mark and you've been hearing me talk about the movie a little hopping on it's in theater September 9. It's a Kendrick Brothers movie. It is just outstanding. It's a true story. You'll hear us talk about that. But I interviewed the Kendrick Brothers earlier this week while I was out of town. Couldn't do it live on the air because of the timing and the availability. So we recorded it, and we will play that for you coming up today at 530. So I hope you'll listen in at 530. If you can't listen at 530... Go to the podcast, Priority Talk Radio. It'll be there. And then also, uh, there's going to be, a, you can watch the video of the interview. We were actually on a, a, a video chat, and we've got that recorded, and we will post that for you later as well. Uh, best place, I guess, would go to our uh, Facebook book. Go to our Facebook page. I know it will be there. Uh, we've already got it ready to go. So uh, we'll put that up, and you can see me, and you can see them. Um uh, you know, three uh, middle-aged guys 
not too much to look at, but, you know, we enjoyed being able to make eye contact and see one another. So uh, plenty of ways to hear the interview if you're not able to listen in at 530. But whatever, I want you, ever how you listen or don't listen, I want you to get September 9th that weekend on your radar because you need to get out and go see this movie and take your kids with you. It's got teenagers in the movie. In fact, really the main character of the movie is a teenager. Um, go see the movie. Take your kids. They're going to get a much greater understanding and appreciation for life, uh, an understanding of uh, uh, the, really the, uh, the danger of abortion, um, adoption. Uh, and, hey, and Kirk Cameron's in the movie. So those of you my age, you can't go wrong with that, right? All right, let's take a break. 205-941-1011. Love to visit with you guys today. This is a call-in hour, 205-941-1011. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205 701 0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey, this is Chris Stewart, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis right here on WXJC. It is Priority Talk. We are live Friday afternoon, 205-941-1011. I failed to mention we are uh, broadcasting live over our Facebook page right now. That's that's some other things we're looking to expand as well. Right now we only take the show to Facebook, um, and I know some of you would, would watch if it was available in other outlets, but there's, uh, there's reasons behind that, but we are looking to... Uh, take that other places but look uh, at priority talk radio uh facebook page and you can uh, look live in studio here and uh give it a look um not too much to look at but if you want to look you can you can see how little there is it's just me sitting here uh today no guest in studio but uh, but we are here and we got several of you on there uh, even right now people cycling through i see so we're glad to be here uh with you here this afternoon um man a lot has happened this week 
you know, the student uh, loan forgiveness, I guess you'd call it. I, I've got stuff I want to say about that, uh, but I, I don't have time to get into it right now. We've got a break here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, you also had the affidavit today released over the Trump uh, having his home raided by the FBI. Um, that's out there as well. Also, did you see these comments by uh, Mark Zuckerberg? He was on the uh, the Joe Rogan. I did see those. And uh, he, he pretty much said that they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story back during the presidential campaign, which totally made a big difference. And he said the FBI told he him. He said the FBI, he, he pretty much sort of, he didn't directly say, but he, he, he alluded to the fact that the FBI on that occasion and other occasions would contact them to give them a heads up about what they might want to be looking out for to not let it get out too wide. And he did say they did, what would be the right word, limit, suppress, suppress that story on Facebook. He said we, he basically said we didn't go as hard as Twitter did on it because Twitter just killed the whole story. He said we didn't do what Twitter did, but he said not as many people saw it as could have seen it in their algorithms and such. It didn't trend as high. So that's that's pretty alarming. I mean, why is the FBI telling um, you know corporations what they should suppress, not suppress? I, why? Uh, it, that's a problem. The FBI right now, not talking about the field agents, okay? I think most of those guys are and ladies are pretty solid. In fact, I was with an FBI agent this week. Um, who is sick as can be about all of this. Uh, but, man, the leadership, it, it's, it's, it's bad. Uh, it, I mean, it, it's, uh, there's no trust there. And so same way with the Trump affidavit, they did release this today, but uh, it's so redacted. We, I don't think we know anything more. I haven't read it. There's not much to read. But I don't know that we know anything more than we knew. We already knew what happened, which was the fact that they came to his home and confiscated a bunch of stuff. What we were looking for is, why did you do this? Why was this so urgent that you had to raid a former president's home when they had been working with you? But apparently, um, communications might have broke down in June or something. So we still don't know why, and that's what we were looking for. So... I haven't read every word of it. I gave it a look. So much of it was redacted, you couldn't hardly... I mean, there were whole pages blocked out. All right, we'll be right back. We'll talk about the student loan debt forgiveness plan when we come back. We'll give you a good perspective on it. College football is back. The UAB Blazers and the Alabama A&M Bulldogs are taking the field in Birmingham's college football kickoff on Thursday, September 1st at Protective Stadium. The Blazers and the Bulldogs kick off at 7 p.m., but the action will be going on all day at Uptown. Be there to start your college football season in style. Tickets start at just $20. Grab your seat today at UABsports.com. It's the Blazers versus the Bulldogs Thursday, September 1st at Protective Stadium. Tickets on sale now at UABsports.com. UAB football, win is one. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like. My life be like. Greg Davis here. We're back. And uh, one hour from now, you'll hear my interview with Alex and Stephen Kendrick. 
The Kendrick Brothers talking about their new movie in theaters September 9th. It is uh, called Life Mark. That's the name of the movie. I've already seen it. It's outstanding. And we encourage you to see it as well September 9th. But you can hear that interview an hour from now. And then uh, this evening, if you'll head over to our Facebook page, you uh, can actually watch the interview. So if you miss it and you want to watch it later, you can do so. Of course, it's all there. It'll all be there at our podcast as well, Priority Talk Radio. And it's there at Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and many, many others. Whichever one's your favorite, head on over. I bet we're there. Okay, hey, we tried a little something different during the break, and it didn't seem to have worked. I thought it was working. But uh, we were uh, talking directly to our viewers on our Facebook page. We're uh, sort of toying around with our mics and cameras a little bit, experimenting here on a Friday afternoon. And I was speaking directly to the people that were viewing us at that time, hoping you could hear me um, directly when I'm not on the air. So like right now we're on the air, but during the commercial breaks, working where maybe I can begin to interact and speak with you guys uh, during that time frame and I ask you if you were watching and you could hear me to give me a yes we hear you something to that effect give me a comment and no one did so uh, either you're really not watching you couldn't hear me or you didn't care enough to help me so <laughs> if you're hearing me now and you were and you were able to hear me during the break. Give me, a, Let me know what was going on. I, we've got closed caption there as well, so maybe you were able to read it. I don't know. But we're trying to do something a little different. Uh, maybe that's something you don't even care about, so maybe not a big deal. But there are a, a handful of you on there right now, so we'd love to interact with you. Okay. Of course, the Biden administration announced all this uh, student debt cancellation uh, that was done on, uh, was that Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday was the day it was announced. It basically was leaked out Tuesday that it was going to happen and then actually uh, took place on Wednesday was the official announcement. I don't No debt's been wiped out yet. Just the official announcement was made. Uh, this had been coming. In fact, you know, let's don't forget that uh, Obama had already started some of this back in his administration um, Biden had already forgiven other some other student de- you know loan debt but this was a major major deal uh, $10,000 uh, per person if you have student debt of forgiveness if you make under $125,000 a year or uh, as a family under two fifty a year. And so, in other words, a husband could make 150 and he wouldn't be eligible for, for the 10000 forgiveness. But if his wife makes 75000 that's two twenty-five. So then he would be eligible because together they make less than two fifty. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. I think I got it right. Um, they haven't thought this through from an economic standpoint. I mean, they actually even admit that, uh, that they really don't even know uh, what it's going to cost. Here was a little bit of uh, audio from um, uh, Pierre, the uh, press secretary. Here's a little, here, here, this just tells you sort of how clueless they are. This is how much it's going to cost if everyone who is eligible applies. I, I, I mean, 
don't have a, I, we just don't have a, a number to share at this time. I look the secretary, uh, the UN ambassador, the former UN ambassador spoke to this yesterday. We just have to see. It is a process that we just need uh, to take to take a to take a look before we can answer that question. We just don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But I guess what I'm struggling with, and I think some of my colleagues have asked about is yeah. You asked the same you, question yesterday. This no. is nothing new, right? I this is a some. Oh, okay, but you picked up on what he was saying. But so I was going to say, if you don't know how much it's going to cost, how can you guarantee that it's going to be paid for, even if you're defining paid for? in a way that some of us have questions. Yeah, they, they have no idea what this is going to be. I've seen some estimates when you figure everything in, including the forbearance and all of those, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, people that loan money, all the terms you're very familiar with. Could be over a trillion dollars. But, hey, what's another trillion on top of 31 or 32 trillion? I mean, you know, we're throwing around a half billion to a trillion dollars, uh, like it's just absolute pocket change. Payback uh, they have no idea uh, what it's going to cost. Ron DeSantis trying to get in on the conversation there. Uh, they have no idea what it's going to cost, really. Uh, let me say this. Here, here's the deal. Uh, the other part of this is the legality of it. They've tried to tie this to a national emergency um, and, and use a loophole, or what they perceive as a loophole, um, for that, that that a president can have some some of this authority in a national emergency, but the question is, what's a legal emergency? Is the pandemic still a legal? Is it still an emergency, national emergency? Uh, when now they've uh, said it's basically over, they're not going to be uh, buying vaccines anymore. The government's not. They lifted uh, the Title Forty Two at the border. They're acting as though. The pandemic is over. We've solved the pandemic, but now we want to forgive all these loans. So this really should be done by Congress. And they would have done it through Congress if they thought they could, but they can't. So we're just doing it by fiat. And that's really been one of the, the bad trends in this country over the last couple of decades is uh, has been the presidential power um, and, and Supreme Court power. Uh, the Congress has really almost become uh, meaningless, almost. Uh, and and that's there should be an equal separation of powers as outlined in the Constitution. So, here's what I think. I, I think that the administration, like they've done on other issues, like the vaccine mandate, they know it's unconstitutional but it caters to their base and they see it as a possible wedge issue. They probably suspect that this is unconstitutional, but hey, let's take a shot at it. Maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe um, it, it, it'll, it'll go through and be, const be found constitutional. But I think they realize they really don't have the legal authority to do this. And that's why they are so uh, have so little knowledge of what it actually means. I don't think they really ever think it's going to really happen in this way. I think they've made a political calculation that this was something they wanted to do right now that they felt like uh, would pay off for them in November and beyond. That we want to cancel your student debt and these uh, 
Republicans and, let's just say it, some Democrats aren't for it. Because if they were for it, they would vote it through. But they can't vote it through because they're not for it. They don't have enough Democrats on board for it, or they would do it as, as a law. Uh, but look, it, this affects a lot of people. Um, it's about 43 million borrowers owing nearly $1.3 trillion in student loan debt. Um, it's, uh, it's crazy. You guys have heard me talk about this before, that the student loan system is predatory. It, it preys upon kids coming out of high school, going into college, and if you don't have some parents or somebody giving you some really good advice, this will prey upon you and take advantage of you. For any of you who have filled out these FAFSA forms and all this stuff when you when you go to college, a lot of you, you know, if you're younger, you probably didn't fill them out. Your parents filled them out because you had no idea what all that stuff meant, especially initially coming out of high school. Uh, you know, they they've got sections on there where they come back and say, "Hey, you're eligible for this," maybe like a Pell Grant that you don't have to pay back. And there's other grants as well. And you're also eligible for this. But that's a loan. And so people think, man, I got access to all this money. And if you don't have somebody really counseling you to realize what you're getting yourself into, you just think this is like free money. It, it, it doesn't really all add up. It's predatory. It takes advantage of people who... Uh, are in a vulnerable position and don't have the the knowledge or the or the access to to the wisdom to know how to navigate this. It preys upon the people who who need it the most, who need the help. And so that's for undergrad. Uh, it it just sucks you in and start sending you money and you start going to college and you start paying for it. Everything's kind of paid for, and you live on campus, and you get all this great food. Then the second or third year, you can move off campus. You can get uh, more money, and all of a sudden, man, you're living in a nice apartment or renting a house with some friends, and you're living it up. You got access to the fitness center at the school, and everything's, man, it's just wonderful. And then you graduate with a degree in gender studies or something like that, and you can't get a job past entry level because you're not really qualified to do anything. And then you start realizing, man, I got to make payments. What? I'm just telling you, it happens. They said the class of 2016 has an average of $37,000 in student loan debt. And, and it goes up every single year. That was 2016. That was the last I saw. It goes up every single year. And so the colleges, since we sort of federalized this, uh, these loans, the colleges go, hey, these kids in college and these graduate students, they got plenty of access to money, and they're willing to funnel it our way. We just keep going up on our prices. So they just keep raising the prices, 
and the government just keeps doling out more money and and that's caused this issue so is student loan debt a problem yes it's a problem it is a burden on a lot of people i'll tell you this i'm not speaking uh with uh with bad motives on this i have no student debt had no student debt my kids have no student debt i refused i refused to do that now it took me eight years to get my bachelor's degree i worked and paid my way as i went i don't owe any money any money i got was i didn't have to be it didn't have to be paid back scholarship money and things like that did not have to be paid back um, so I'm not coming at this from an angle of I got a lot of student debt, so man, this sure would help me. But I understand that it is a burden on people. And that I understand it is difficult to get out from under. It's predatory. And here's what makes me the maddest about this. It's not that I didn't that I paid my way through college, didn't take student loans. My wife didn't have any student loans either. Luckily she was able to work it basically the same way I worked it. Uh, you know, we both have master's degrees, um, and I've got two kids in college right now, so I understand. But what makes me the maddest about it is not that I did it that way, and now people who took out loans aren't going to have to pay them back. It's not that I'm going to be, even though I didn't take student loans, now that I'm go- now I'm going to be paying other people's student loans back. That's not what makes me the maddest. Look, I I get debt cancellation. I understand forgiveness. I understand the year of Jubilee. Uh, I I get all that. Here's what makes me the maddest, is that we say this is such a bad problem on the economy, and it's such a burden on middle-class people that we're gonna that we have to forgive it. We got it. We got it. And look, this isn't gonna be the only time this happens. It, they've already been doing it. Now, this is a big one, and there's going to be more big ones to come if they don't stop it. it it's, not, it's not what it's going to do to the debt. Okay, that's not what makes me the maddest about it, not what upsets me. Okay, so, Greg, what does upset you? Here's what upsets me about it is the fact that, number one, the government caused this problem by standing behind these loans. The government should have never got involved in this, first of all. Okay, if people want to take loans, lenders like banks, they know how to give out loans. They know how to tell a kid, hey, no, nah, we can't give you that much money for that degree because that degree ain't never going to pay off. Okay, just like we can't give you that much money for that car because that car is never going to be worth that. We'll never get our You know, they know how to do it. So nothing wrong with loans, but banks know how to give loans they understand it the government should have never got in it if it is such an urgent and an overbearing problem on people that was that was created by the government why are we forgiving the debts but not reforming the system the predatory system that caused the problem so we're forgiving the debt because this is such a big problem for so many people But at the same time, people are taking out the loans in the exact same way right now that they have been for all these years past. We're perpetuating the problem forward while we say it's such a problem, we got to forgive the debt. But oh, by the way, you hey, just keep on getting the debt. 
We're just, we're not fixing the problem. We're just forgiving temporarily the problem. And so until we reform the system that got people in this position, this is worthless. You're going to have a whole nother class begin college or begin a master's program that are going to sign up for the same kind of debt, the same kind of loans that the people going before them are in such bad shape with that the government has to forgive the loan. It's so burdensome. We must reform the system. That's the problem. And here's what's going to happen. The colleges are going to go, hey, they're forgiving the loan. People's loans aren't as high. They're going to go up on their costs even more. As long as the government keeps taking care of the costs, they're going to keep going up. And let's remember, this doesn't cancel the debt. It only cancels the debt to the person who has the debt. Okay, it, It's really a transferal of debt to someone else. That's what it is. This has to be paid. It's already been paid. Those bills already got paid to the college. That money's already been spent. And look, it's the colleges that have totally benefited from this whole system. And they're going to continue to benefit. And they're going to continue to, to, to blow up uh, cost of tuition and expenses and living. And I got to go to break. My goodness, I got long. We'll be right back. Priority talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. From website changes, PPC, SEO, SEM, branding, social media, brochures, and everything in between. The marketing landscape is vast and full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team that will save you time and money, all while building a traditional and digital foundation for your business. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Hi, this is Bruce Bickle, co-author of Listening to God, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. Your love is like radiant diamonds 
inside us. We cannot. And we can talk more about student debt going forward. But um, yeah, until we reform the system, this is utterly insane. I mean, to keep doing the same thing and get the same result that you that isn't a good result is insane. Um, but they've made a political calculation, I, I believe, that even if this is deemed uh, illegal, or that they don't have the, not illegal, but that they don't have the authority, unconstitutional, for the president to do this unilaterally, they have, um, they've now created sort of a wedge issue where they've got 40-something million Americans who say, uh, oh man, I'm going to vote for Senator, Democrat Senator, because they'll get in there and they'll vote to forgive my you know, $10,000, and look, that number's just going to go up. Don't, don't think this is this is it. Um, I would never pay anything below the minimum payment if I had student debt. I mean, just looking out personally for yourself, if you just, you know, want to be that way, why? Because they're going to forgive it all eventually. If, if they keep it going this direction, they will. Now, if you're a decent person and you say no I took on the loan I should pay it back then start paying it off you start paying on the premium don't just pay the minimum debt and get a get ahead of it but um, but yeah if you're just somebody who wants to milk the system and uh, take what's given to you then um, just just play the long game man what about people that just like maybe you owed a bunch of money and you know maybe you owed ten thousand dollars and you just came into some good money maybe you inherited some money or you know maybe you sold the house and you made some money and you thought you know what i i got had equity in my home now i'm going to pay off my student debts and be done with them and you wrote that check for ten thousand dollars and you paid it off how's that person feeling (laughs) it's crazy but they're going to use this as a wedge issue in november and beyond Uh, it's just more and more uh, socialistic thinking that's what it is. But they're not fixing the problem. Uh, and, 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 and it's not like, poof, hey, that debt just went away. No, it's just transferred to someone else, somewhere else. And, um, and let's keep in mind, I, I, most student debt from the um, research I was able to do is um, is is well, not most, let me say a good bit, um, maybe even up closer, close to half of student debt is done for graduate um, degrees to go get an MBA, a uh, Master of Education, a Master of Science, a Master of Arts, whatever, a law degree, maybe even, a, a, you know, to become a, a doctor or a nurse, you know, something like that. And so these are people that, um, you know, should be able to pay back their debt. I mean, quite honestly, if you're managing your money well, you should be able to pay it back. Now, maybe you don't drive the brand new. Uh, what's what's the hot, what's the most expensive kind of, you know, vehicle out there now? Um, you know, the brand new Lincoln SUV or whatever it might be, or. Cadillac, BMW, BMW, yeah, SUV. You know, maybe you don't drive that right away when you come out and start making good money. Maybe you pay off your debt before you go do that. I mean, the problem is you got people with student debt and they're living in, 
half a million, quarter million dollar homes making big mortgages instead of paying off their debt. So it's about money management as well. Um, but this is just more of a move toward free college. And let's remember, nothing's free. <laughs> it's not free. It's paid for by the government. Hey, and how's that, how's that uh, education paid for by the government in your K-12? How's that going? You really want to let the government take over college? I mean, they're moving that way. What's that going to be worth? It's going to be worthless. All right, another hour yet to come. You stay with us. College football is back. The UAB Blazers and the Alabama A&M Bulldogs are taking the field in Birmingham's college football kickoff on Thursday, September 1st at Protective Stadium. The Blazers and the Bulldogs kick off at 7 p.m., but the action will be going on all day at Uptown. Be there to start your college football season in style. Tickets start at just $20. Grab your seat today at UABsports.com. It's the Blazers versus the Bulldogs Thursday, September 1st at Protective Stadium. Tickets on sale now at UABsports.com. UAB football, win is one. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. And we're back in for hour number two. It is Priority Talk Live. Friday afternoon. Hope everybody is doing very well. The weekend is upon us. And I hope uh, hope everything's good out there for everybody. Hey, we're glad to be here with you. We'll be here, uh, well, we're going to be here until 6. We've got a pre-recorded interview coming up. I did it earlier this week with the Kendrick brothers. That's Alex and Stephen Kendrick. Of course, they make the great movies. And I was able to visit with them earlier this week while I was out of town and uh, you're going to be able to hear that interview coming up at 5.30. So we hope you'll stay tuned for that. 5.30. The Kendrick Brothers talking about their new movie, Life Mark. It's in theater September 9. It is outstanding. I have seen it. I've watched it. And I'll tell you, it's a really, really, it's a Kendrick Brothers movie, which means it's outstanding and hits all the right notes. And I encourage you to go and take your kids with you, especially teenagers. Um, take them and see it. Let them understand about adoption, life, abortion. Uh, there's nothing graphic or gratuitous in this whatsoever. Kirk Cameron's in it, uh, but it centers really around a teenager. That's he's the he's the main character of the movie, and and Kirk Cameron is uh, right there as well. Okay, we were talking about the uh, student loan debt uh, last hour. I you know was out earlier this week, so I didn't really get to hit on that like I'd like to. Um, if I'd have been here Wednesday, but I know Ray Mellick filling in for me along with Congressman Gary Palmer. I know they did a, talked about it. Of course, uh, 
Tom Littleton was here Monday and Tuesday filling in for me. We appreciate him very much. And then also Paul Brazier and uh, Michael Barber in yesterday as well. And uh, another guest as well. Jonathan Murray. There you go. Jonathan. I don't know Jonathan Murray. I need to go back and listen to that. Was that in person or on the phone? He was here. He was here. I missed that. Okay. I, I wasn't able to listen to everything. I was traveling yesterday. Missed it. And uh, we were talking about the uh, student loan debt repayment. And uh, the thing that irks me the most about it is that we're not fixing the problem. Okay. Uh, Kenna in Pell City's with us. I'm going to get to you in just a moment. And I'm going to reset it here. You know, it'd be like if you're... Um, those of us that are parents, okay, it'd be like if your kid came to you, you know, they're maybe they're grown, you know, and uh, or they're in college, and they come to you and they go, um, man, you know, I've, I've run up some, some money. I, I need some help. I, I just can't make the payments on this credit card. I mean, I got, uh, you know, all these subscriptions to all these uh, services, and, you know, I... Uh, I got my, you know, my apartment on there, which is, you know, say maybe in Alabama, it's, you know, let's say it's two thousand twenty five hundred a month, you know, kind of high, you know, you you can live cheaper. Um, I just got all, and I, I just can't keep up. And they come to you and say, Mom, Dad, will you help me? Okay, how much you need? Well, ten thousand dollars would would get me there. You know, I, I could I could kind of get some breathing room if you could you know if you could help me out with 10 grand so you say okay okay i'll i'll pay the 10 grand i'll I'll help get you out of this but then you never change what's all being charged to the credit card every month (laughs) now who's going to do that who's going to bail somebody out and then not go now look now let's sit down and look at your credit card statement here and uh, let's make sure, you know, we, we thin this out a little bit so you're not right back in the same position. And certainly, let's look at your younger brother or sister and make sure they don't do the same thing you've done. That's, that's what's happening. This system is predatory, and we're not, we're not solving the predatory problem of student loans. We are... Um, going to actually make it worse by uh, the cancellation. And and my problem's not even with so much with the cancellation as it is with not fixing the problem. All right, Kenna is in Pell City. Let's go. Here we go. Good afternoon. Yeah, go right ahead. Thank you so much. I have been concerned for 15 years that there's no truth in lending being given either by the high school counselors yep. or the college or university registrars to the children. Yep. They won't involve the parents. Uh, they just encourage them to sign on up. Let's get this going. You've got a small scholarship here and jump right on in. And then there's no no interaction with the parents um, at, at the college level. In the high school, there is, but yep. not at the college level. But no, a parent, as a parent, to you have to interject yourself into that or that's why I said earlier, if somebody doesn't really have parents or somebody really involved, it's predatory, and you would so easily fall into it. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, sir. We had a son who was offered a wonderful scholarship, and then it occurred to me, wait a minute, what's the real cost of going to this college? When we figured it out, the cost was going to 
be 16000 a year over the scholarships, which would be $64,000 he would owe, which is about $500 a month for 20 years. Yep. At the at the rate that it was then, and that was about 3.5%. So my... Oh, I think some I, of it I, now I, is up like uh, 7 8% now. Something like outrageous. that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard outrageous. that. Thank you so much for taking the topic. Well, thank you. I appreciate your input. Sounds like we are sort of yes. on the same page. Well, truth and lending, we just got to make it apply yeah i agree thank you yeah thank you sir and that's where yeah kenna is absolutely right and that's where if we uh if if we uh the government should have stayed out of it the the, when we went to government backing these things uh that's when it all got out of hand just like the mortgage business when the government got overly involved in the mortgages back through the 80s and especially in the 90s and you know and that's when the whole thing crashed. You know, okay, it took it took 10, 15, 20 years, but it finally crashed in 2008. The government needs to stay out of it. And yes, you're right. Truth in lending uh, should be there. Um, a bank, a, 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 someone loaning the money, if it wasn't backed by the government, they would be much more careful about who they lend to. And they would give much better advice. And and some of these degrees that have become so prevalent now, like you know your gender studies and all that, I, I I could name others, but that are just liberal indoctrination degrees is all they are. No one would have went into those fields if it wasn't all being government backed paid for that's how people got into them and so we've raised up a whole group of uh, people who have degrees that are indoctrination and they're worthless in the real world but but now they've indoctrinated them and they've got them where they'll vote for them and see the world through their view but it's worthless in the real world unless they can get a government job working in that in that liberal crazy socialistic humanistic field Uh, we've got to fix the problem do I have any uh, hope that Congress will be able to fix the problem no can't fix immigration aren't going to fix this and so we just continue to spiral in debt in this country totally and we're not going out of control we have been out of control I remember talking about this stuff 10 years ago and some of you have been talking about it a lot longer than that I mean I was talking about it on the air 10 years ago it's absolutely mad but look let's remember as I always say these people they're not dumb they may be evil, but they're not dumb. They know what they're doing. Don't think there's not intentionality and coordination in this. Uh, we are out, they are out, we as a country, are out to uh, indoctrinate. I keep using that word, but that's the word. We're out to indoctrinate and uh, change the worldview and 
and and then at the same time, along at side by side, connected together, crash the country. The indoctrination will crash it morally. Um, the financial side of it will crash the economy. And so then they can rebuild it all in a brand new way uh, that will be utopia for all, some kind of democratic socialistic system that's never worked anywhere in the entire world and will not work here either. Just go look back at Greece and just follow the path there. Very similar. And so we've indoctrinated people to think that the government owes them something and that um, there's no personal responsibility to help one another because everything should be done by the government. And, and at the same time, you're financially destroying the country. We're over $30 trillion in debt. I remember having this same conversation when it was somewhere in the teens. I mean, on the air. So... And I just don't know where or how it can stop, quite honestly. I, I, I don't see it. And at some point, I don't know when. I'm surprised it hadn't already happened, quite honestly. But at some point, uh, it's all going to crash. And when it does, they will uh, already have pretty much instituted a socialistic system that will then just completely take over. All right. Out to Gadsden. Tony's with us. What's up, man? Oh, you're right on the money, man. I had to borrow money myself a long time ago, only because my dad didn't want me to go to college. He wanted me to work at Goodyear, but I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, and I paid it back. And there's a lot of people that are trying to pay theirs back now, and there's a lot of people that don't get a, a loan because they realize about paying it back. Mm-hmm. Well, now we've just changed the game. Now people are going to say, "Well, I don't have. I'm not going to have to pay it back. I want to get it." Right. And that's just going to bloat the system more and more. And a lot of those degrees aren't worth the money that that costs to print that little booklet you get at the end. You know, uh, the degree I was going for, I knew there was a job out there. It didn't pay much at the time. Yeah. But uh, I knew there was a job. But I I've worked in the college bookstore here locally a couple of times in the last five years and I'd say 85% of this junior college attendance is Pell Grant yeah and that just that sets them on a road that hey now I couldn't done it myself without Pell Grant mm-hmm. but I'm just talking about the, you know I'm not blaming the kid no the system's messed up somewhere because the government's funding these two year colleges because I would, you know, I'd say one out of ten students come through that line to get their textbooks paid cash. Rest of them had a grant, Pell Grant. You're exactly right, and that's how they're basically taking over colleges. I mean, you know, they're they're state colleges anyway, most of you know, like what you're talking about. Right. But they're taking them over. Uh, they're taking the two year schools over first, and, and those well, are, those are going to be totally subsidized. Um, by the government completely, nobody you know will pay anything to go to them. Like you said, one in ten now maybe. Then it'll it'll just keep creeping up all the way. And then look, if if it's free and everybody can go get one, what's it worth? It's not. It'll be worth what a high school education's worth. Not much. 
and this is sad because it's it's when I was 21 or 20 I, I didn't care I just knew I had to do what I had to do but some of these people use it as a free ride I, I had the two kids and a wife so you know that was the only way I could make it happen and I like I said I was on grant I was on scholarship I was on yeah uh, loan i did it all yeah but a lot of people tony they a lot of them just go and there ain't much scholarship not 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 merit scholarship um it's it's, uh it's for the social activities well yeah they're but there's they may not may not be on a merit scholarship in other words anything they earned scholarships may be given based on need and that's just the same thing there's no you know uh we're subsidizing it all the way across the board so they show up yeah and hey look you can go off and borrow all this money, and you can live nice, man. You can go off to co- you know. You start going putting your kids in college. You go. No wonder kids want to stay here five or six years. <laughs> They're <laughs> yeah. living pretty dang good. I mean, but, but then it all comes to a change. They get out, and then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. If I got to start living on my own, I'm in trouble. You can't keep up that standard of living. Well, at one time we told them what, that they needed a college education because things were going to be so competitive. But now we've reached a point to where it's a game of numbers and money. And, and it doesn't mean I much. Taught, I taught many special ed students who were great students, and they did have problems. And with some help, they were able to succeed. But then they would try to take that to the next level as well when they would have been better suited for something else. So. The system's broke, man, but you're right on the money. I appreciate you talking about it. Y'all have a great weekend. Thank you, Tony. I love you. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate Bye-bye. you, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah, you got to, the the system's broken, and it, and and they know it's broken. They don't want to fix it. You know, it's, you don't have to be a brain surgeon with uh, lots of student debts to figure this out. It's just broken. It it needs to be totally reformed. Uh, why are we bailing people out and not fixing it so we don't have the same problem going forward? That's the problem. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side. My interview with the Kendrick brothers, just about 10, 11 minutes away. Stay with us. Priority Talk. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit onepointusa.com. That's the number one pointusa.com. One Point USA. Be secure. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey, this is 
Todd Comic, Brad Stein, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Listen to him every day. Just rip the knob off of your radio station and stay tuned. Look at the stars hung in the sky. Who put them there? Who gives them light? No ocean deep could hold his grace. Follow his lead and he'll make a way. He broke the fall when he rose from the grave. All right, we're back in at 25 minutes after 5. Glad to have you along with us. Uh, Going to make a little announcement here toward the end of the show. So hang on. Uh, we uh, got well, we're going to do two important things before we get out of here at 6 o'clock today. So stay tuned. Um, but uh, coming up next, not even including, those two things don't even include the conversation with Alex and Stephen Kendrick. That'll be on here in just about seven or eight minutes. So stay tuned. The Kendrick brothers here on the program pre-recorded. I recorded this earlier this week. I was traveling, and it didn't even happen during showtime anyway. You know, you have to take those guys when you can get them. So I did it uh, while I was traveling. And uh, we also have video of that, and I'll post that as well. So our live video stream on Facebook will end here in a few minutes. and then, uh, But you can go to the Facebook page and uh, see the conversation that I had with Alex and Stephen. But you'll be able to hear it right here, live on the air, 101.1 FM, if you're listening in. And uh, some of you will catch us later on the podcast as well, Priority Talk Radio. Um, but final segment. Uh, an important announcement, something we talked about earlier today, but many of you would not have heard that probably. And then um, also uh, going to be uh, your chance to uh, win a nice little prize here today as well. So stay tuned for a chance to win coming up um, within the next 30 minutes or so. Stay here as long as you possibly can. Hey, I was excited to see Bryce Young interviewed by Sports Spectrum. It's a really cool deal if you've never seen their magazines and now they've got the podcast and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he was on there, and uh, they uh, talk about um, you know their, their Christian faith and things like that. And uh, Bryce Young, who, uh, of course, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback at the University of Alabama, starting his second year as uh, uh, the tied quarterback coming up, starting quarterback, He's been uh, really outspoken about his faith since he came to the campus. Even on his Twitter, says a follower of Christ. His uh, picture on his bio bio depicts a cross. And uh, he referenced his faith during his uh, Heisman Trophy speech last year. And uh, he was recently uh, interviewed on the uh, Spork Spectrum and uh, really spoke out uh, really strongly about his faith and um, even his relationship with Nick Saban, and um, and uh, really good. Might want to check that out. Maybe let your kids listen to that. Um, he's a really, I think, seems to be an outstanding, upstanding young man who's representing him and his family, his university, and more importantly, representing God very well. So uh, he said, I want to embody Christ in all I do. And, uh, man, you know, I don't know him at all, never met him. But uh, he uh, really seems to have it together, a great uh, person to sort of put out there in front of young, younger folks in uh, school and say, hey, this is a good way to, to do things. And uh, now with the NIL, man, he's a rich young man, too. 
I mean, uh, he's he's making seven figures. Hope he's paying his taxes. He's not going to have his student debt, is he? <laughs> not a bit. Um, okay, we will uh, post up the uh, the uh, the interview. There's already some pictures there, but I'll actually post the interview uh, coming up here very soon. Uh, the name of the movie, Life Mark. You're going to hear all about it when we come back on the other side of the break. And then beyond that, before 6 o'clock, we'll update you uh, with some news about the station and about our show. And then also give you a chance to uh, to call in and maybe, maybe uh, something you might be interested in, uh, in winning and uh, having a good opportunity. I'll tell you about it. You stay right here with us. It is Priority Talk Live. Greg Davis on this Friday afternoon, and we'll be back Monday. Wes Hampton of the Gaither Vocal Band will be on the show with us. So uh, listen in, and always listen live at PriorityTalkRadio.com. Listen later, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Go there and check out the podcast or just search for it, Priority Talk Radio. You can listen live. You can listen later. All right, we'll be right back. Alex and Stephen Kendrick on the other side. College football is back. The UAB Blazers and the Alabama A&M Bulldogs are taking the field in Birmingham's college football kickoff on Thursday, September 1st at Protective Stadium. The Blazers and the Bulldogs kick off at 7 p.m., but the action will be going on all day at Uptown. Be there to start your college football season in style. Tickets start at just $20. Grab your seat today at UABsports.com. It's the Blazers versus the Bulldogs Thursday, September 1st at Protective Stadium. Tickets on sale now at UABsports.com. UAB football, win is one. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... And thank you, everybody, for joining us here at Priority Talk. And uh, we are excited to visit with the brothers, the Kendrick brothers, Alex and Stephen, or Stephen and Alex. I don't know if you guys get picky over that being brothers. Who's who's no, the oldest? Who's oldest? Alex is the oldest. <laughs> All right. Then you got it. And then you got Shannon, the older brother, right? Yes. Right. He's the older of the older. Yeah, he, so Shannon's the oldest by three years. Then I'm three years older than Stephen. Yeah, well, fantastic. It was good to have you guys with us. Both of you have been with us before. This is the first time we've done a video interview with you, though. So that's exciting. And, uh, hey, we are excited about your new movie, Life Mark. And I did get to uh, preview it a couple of weeks ago and thought it was uh, just fantastic. Uh, let me tell you what happened. You know, your movies, this is your first true story um, to do, right? And yes. so I'm watching the movie the whole time and, and I'm thinking, man, they've done it again. They've just wrote a script that nobody would, you know, you just can't hardly believe it. And so it's just, you know, so, so amazing and covers all these different bases and it's great. And then it gets to the end and says it was a true story. And uh, my wife realized <laughs> that the whole time it was a true story, but I didn't. So uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's got the same um, um, hits all the same uh, elements and points that your other movies have that were written. 
to do so, but this one's actually a true story. So uh, one of you tell us uh, the difference in, in, in this being a true story versus being a, a, a written movie. Sure. So we had finished uh, our movie Overcomer in 2019. And Kirk Cameron gave us a call, said, you got to watch this short documentary I just watched. It's got me in tears, grabbed my heart. It's called I Lived on Parker Avenue. Stephen and I pull it up, watch it. Man, it grabbed us too. It's about an 18-year-old girl. She rolls off the abortion table at the last second as the procedure is starting. She goes, I can't do this abortion. And she ends up placing her baby for adoption. When that baby is adopted by a Christian couple who could not have children, and that baby grows up to be about 18 years old, he crosses paths with his biological mother. Um, and this was filmed. It was actually filmed by a family friend. He thought, uh, I just want to tell her thank you. She thought he's going to hate me. Yeah. And so when they met and he just wraps her up in a loving hug and she just melts. And he says, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I love the fact that I, I'm adopted. I love my family. I'm so grateful for the decision you made. And uh, both of them now speak around the country on behalf of adoption and choosing sure. life. And so we said, yeah, this has got to be a motion picture. There's a lot more that goes into it. So I'm skipping all the side stuff, but there's some twists along the way, some action along the way. And so anyway, uh, we made Life Mark. And so it comes out September 9th. We hope that it helps to change the heart of our culture. Roe versus Wade's already been overturned. And now let's figure out how do we use this with compassion and truth to minister to our culture? Yeah, well, now, did you guys, because you, you planned these several years out, you know, it takes, it's mm -hmm. a long process. So um, did you have any idea that the timing could be so um, divine, quite honestly, Stephen? No, it's interesting that God alone knows the future. And so if we will quit just asking him to bless our, our, our dumb ideas and, and ask him to let us join him in what he's doing, then everything goes to another level. Alex and I talk about there's a difference between a good idea and a God idea. And consistently, right. when we will take our brilliant, seemingly ideas and lay them on the altar and say, God, what do you want us to do? Usually he routes us in a different direction. He did that with War Room in 2014 and 2015 when that movie was coming out. And we had no idea that it would become the number one movie in a nation, uh, Labor Day weekend 2015. But he was right. calling us to make a movie about an elderly woman's prayer closet, which is not cinematic if you think about it. And so, but in uh, 2007, we were feeling led to make uh, Fireproof. And we had no idea that over 100 marriage organizations were partnering together, trying to launch something that would strengthen marriages across the nation in 2008. And they were looking for a catalyst to be able to rally around. And we walk in with this movie that God had told us, had led us to make. And now it was exactly what they could rally around. And so with Courageous, we saw it happen with Fatherhood. The Fatherhood Commission was actually launched out of that. And now with this film, you know, we, we had no idea that a pandemic was going to hit and move production to later on. So we shot it last spring when production opened wow. back up again. And we had no idea that it would be coming out right on the heels of Roe v. Wade being overturned. Wow. And right now, the battle has gone from the Supreme Court to now 50 battles at every right. state Supreme Court. And so it is so important that people rise up right now and be praying for your state legislators, encouraging them championing compassion at every level, which is we tell people there's fake compassion out there that just says, hey, let's remove the stress of this pregnant teenage girl, you know, so that she doesn't have to worry about a child she's not ready to raise. 
and let's balance out compassion. Yes, show her compassion, but also show compassion for the infant in her womb that has its own fingerprints, beating heart, blood type, separate brain, everything else, and cannot speak for himself or defend itself. And let's show compassion for these parents that want to adopt, uh, but can't have children. And let's show compassion for people that are post-abortive and they've had abortions in the past and they're dealing with the weight and the heavy guilt and the shame of that. And it's weighing them down that actually through Jesus, we can find forgiveness and healing, which is what uh, we've seen happen again and again. Well, you're right. And I often say there's more to being pro-life than being against abortion. And so uh, while we uh, are, um, there's much more to it. You mentioned uh, so many of those and the movie ties in so many of those uh, from being uh, unashamedly uh, pro-life to uh, highlighting adoption instead of abortion uh, and showing the family factors and uh, the personal factors uh, and the way so many lives are affected when we when we choose life. Uh, now, you did mention earlier, Kirk Cameron sort of bringing this story to you. So uh, talk to us, uh, Alex, about kind of reconnecting with uh, with Kirk on this movie, because it had been since Fireproof, right? Since you guys, I guess, had worked together in that setting. Uh, talk to us about Kirk Cameron being back uh, uh, part of one of your movies. So, yeah, we, we filmed Fireproof in 2007, came out in 2008. And um, I mean, the Lord did more with that than, he, than we expected. We were so grateful. But we've kept in touch with Kirk over the years and even done some sure. speaking events and things like that with him. And so this just seemed like it was the right thing to do. And it was fun to work with him again uh, on this film. He, did, he does such a good job on the film. And he joined us as an executive producer. So we're executive producers with our older brother, Shannon. And Kirk joined us as an executive producer. And, uh, and so we, we finished the film. And uh, because we so believe in this cause, Kirk himself has adopted four of his six kids. Right, his right. wife, his wife, Chelsea, is adopted. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, if anybody has a heart for this, it's going to be Kirk. So and Kirk's out there speaking about this as well. And so he has a heart for the family and he loves the Lord, trying to honor him as well. So can't wait to see what God does with this. But it was fun to shoot with him. Uh, lots of laughter, lots of prayer and walking together through this process. And, uh, and so he's, he's, uh, he's a great guy. Well, we, some, so many times we think of Kirk as still being that young guy, uh, you know, on the sitcom. And uh, I think you, you guys aged him up a little bit on this one so he could play the part, which is uh, hard to think of. Uh, and, and just speaking of adoption and people being passionate about it, Stephen, I know uh, you, you, you and your wife have adopted from China. Talk mm -hmm. to us about that process. Of course, much of that highlighted uh, in one of your previous, uh, recent previous films as well right. that I, I watched. Uh, talk to us about that. Well, we uh, had four biological children and uh, the Lord really spoke to us about opening up our hearts to this concept of adoption. We supported it in other people's lives, you know, and cheered it on for them, but we didn't think it was for us. And so, uh, but God turned our hearts in that direction. And through prayer, he gave us clarity uh, that we should be open to adoption. And actually, uh, we found out later on that the day that God spoke to us about adoption was the same day uh, our daughter was being born in China. And when we adopted her and brought her to the U.S., we saw her go from being an unwanted burden in a communist country to being a beloved, welcome blessing in a Christian home in America. And just the whole beauty 
of God giving you an equal love for your adopted child as he does for your biological children. Because that was one of my concerns. I was thinking, am I going to love her as much as I love my our biological children? And and the Lord does that. He gives you that incredible love for for them. And so in James 127, it says the church needs to be taking care of the most vulnerable in your society, the widows, the orphans. orphans and yeah. uh, I think right now, especially with what's happened with Roe v. Wade, hopefully there's going to be more children that are born instead of killed. And the church needs to rise up with adoption ministries, adoption support, uh, because the Lord can bring so much good out of this if we'll walk by faith and trust him and let people know you don't have to be afraid of this. Yeah, well, fantastic. The movie is Life Mark, September 9th. And I've dropped the name of the last movie where you told your story. I don't want to throw it out there. Show me the father. That's right. Show me the father. Show me the father, the documentary that came out. Really blew me away. I watched it with my son, and I didn't get to interview you guys on that one. But, man, I watched it with my son, and we were jaw-dropped over it. I mean, absolutely. (laughs) So if you missed that, go back and catch it to the listeners and the viewers. Um, it, it absolutely was amazing. A uh, little fun here. You guys tied in some action to this movie as well, Alex. Uh, we, how, that was fun, I'm assuming. But my, a challenge, though, I would assume, maybe, in, in shooting. It was. We only did the action in the film that was really happening in their lives. So ATV racing, cliff jumping, skydiving, uh, wrestling, knife throwing, some of these things. They really did in real life. And so we said, let's stick it in the film. So it was fun for me to hop in an ATV and go racing through the woods yeah. and chasing the camera truck, which actually ran into in one of the <laughs> one of the shots, ran right into the camera. Yeah. So that shot's not in the movie. That's but, right. <laughs> but anyway, um, but we had a blast making it and it was fun to do it. And I hope the audience enjoys it when they see it. Well, you know, I've, I've had some people ask me about it because they know I've seen it. And I tell them, I say, it is a Kendrick brother movie. So if you know what that means, you know what it means. And, mm-hmm. and it, it, it has all of those same uh, high quality elements and uh, excellence that you would expect. You know that it's been, uh, you can tell it's been thoroughly prayed through and uh, is of God uh, as much as humanly possible. And uh, we sure do respect what you guys do. Uh, Life Mark September 9th. Now it's Life, Life Mark Movie. All the social medias, the website, lifemarkmovie.com. Tickets at Fandango. Yes. Is it only one week now? To clarify for me, is it only so, going to be in theaters that first week? So it's only one week unless it sells tickets well, sure. and then they will ex- expand Spend. it more theaters and more more weeks. So we trust that people will go see it September 9th, 10th, 11th. If they go those first three days, then we're in really good shape. Yeah, that opening weekend, we always say it. Uh, I've been covering your movie since Courageous when I first started this uh, radio program. I uh, got to know Ben Davies uh, through that. You know, he was mm. at Sanford at that time uh, when he was in the movie and uh, struck up a good relationship with him. But uh, we've been telling people ever since then, your movies or the Irwin Brothers or whoever, you got to get out that opening weekend because uh, that's what uh, makes the determination on it staying mm-hmm. in the theaters <clears throat> and more and more and more people seeing it who maybe weren't even aware of it until it makes that second or third or fourth week in the theaters. Life Mark, Kendrick Brothers, September 9. I've already looked. It's in all the theaters in our listening area across Alabama. It's in all of them. I didn't miss a one. So it's going to be near you. And uh, we hope everybody will get out and see it. And uh, Alex and Stephen, we appreciate you guys. You've been a real gift to the body of Christ. 
and uh, providing uh, such good inspirational, family-friendly, meaningful, righteous entertainment. Uh, and we sure do appreciate you guys and, uh, and what you've done and, and your whole team and everybody that has supported you along the way as well. No, it's not just you guys, but we sure do appreciate you being the tip of the spear on this. Oh, thank you. Thank That's you. That's very, very kind of thanks for what you do. Yes. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you. All right. We'll uh, get out and see the movie and uh, we'll enjoy it and uh, tell a lot of other folks about it. Thank you, guys. We'll uh, be right back. Thank you, guys. With us. All right. Take care. Marketing can be overwhelming. From website changes, PPC, SEO, SEM, branding, social media, brochures, and everything in between. The marketing landscape is vast and full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team that will save you time and money, all while building a traditional and digital foundation for your business. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Hi, Birmingham. This is Brian Bosworth. Enjoy the conversation with Greg and Priority Talk. And we're back. Thank you for being with us as we finish up here on your Friday afternoon. Hope you enjoyed that visit with the Kendrick brothers, Alex and Stephen. And again, uh, that is, as you heard us mention, that is uh, also via video. You can head over to our uh, social media sites and uh, catch that there, the link that will take you. And uh, you can actually watch that interview as well. Uh, I was uh, out of town this week, and I've talked some about that today, but I was out of town and and did the interview uh, from my uh, location. So uh, you can watch it, though. They were both there on the screen, as was I, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And we got a chance to visit a little before and a little after as well that you don't hear. But uh, what a a thrill and uh, what an honor to know that, uh, hey, there's another Kendrick Brothers movie on the way. So, uh, hey, get your plans together. For that weekend, that opening weekend is always key, as we just mentioned, to get out and see those movies because that's what gives them more life in the theater and allows more and more people to see them. And not only does that help uh, them be more successful financially and helps uh, groups like the Kendrick Brothers make another movie, but it also gives more chance for people to see the movie and, uh, and, and experience uh, the message of the movie 
which is adoption and life, and uh, it's the gospel. So get out and see the movie. It is outstanding. As I said, I've already seen it. Saw it a couple of weeks ago. I can't tell you too much more about it than we discussed in the interview, but it is really good. It is a Kendrick Brother movie through and through, except this time a true story, which I really am excited about. Um, Okay. Hey, we've had a a great show here today and uh, really a great week uh, because I wasn't here (laughs) most of the week. Uh, Again, thanks to Tommy Littleton for filling in for me Monday and Tuesday. He always does an outstanding job. He's co-hosted and and hosted the show many times over the years. And, of course, uh, Ray Mellick for being here uh, Wednesday and uh, having Congressman Gary Palmer in studio. That was a really good discussion. And uh, Gary's been here many times with me, and uh, I'm glad he came and hung out with Ray. And uh, that was really outstanding. And, of course, uh, Paul Brazier on Thursday with Pastor Michael Barber as well. Really, really good stuff. And all of those are available at the podcast, Priority Talk Radio. You can find it at our website or just find it on your favorite platform, Priority Talk Radio. Uh, We've got some other good stuff coming your way beginning next week. Uh, I'll tell you this, on Monday we're going to be visiting with Wes Hampton of the Gaither Vocal Band. And, of course, they're in town next Thursday night. And uh, that's the, uh, no, not next Thursday, two weeks away. Two weeks away, a week from Thursday. But Wes Hampton will join me Monday and be here on the show with us. And just speaking of that, because we mentioned Wes Hampton, i tell you what I'll do. I'll give a uh, pair of tickets to the first person who gives me a call right now. I'm going to reward you for hanging around the entire show, listening to the very end when I'm just getting to the end of the show so I can go home. And so if you'll call right now, 205-941-1011, Stuart will answer the phone. You don't have to go on air. You don't have to do anything. Uh, just call in and uh, win those tickets uh, for the Gaither Vocal Band on Thursday, September 8th. So just less than two weeks away, Thursday, September 8th. I'll be there. I'm planning on being there myself. So call us now, 205-941-1011, and uh, you could win two free tickets to see the Gaither Vocal Band September 8th, it is at Shades Mountain Baptist Church in Birmingham. So if you're up in North Alabama, you need to be willing to drive down on a weeknight and come and be there. They'll uh, be delivered to you uh, via email. So uh, just be ready to give that information when you call in. So I'm sure those are already gone by now. Phones are ringing. So uh, that that's enough. That's, that's done. Okay, let me make one more uh, sort of announcement here as well. Uh, if you have not uh, picked up or heard this yet, we are going to be uh, changing, uh, well, let me say, that's not the right word. We're going to be uh, moving the time of this program uh, and our afternoon programming coming up starting on September the 1st. So that's next week. Uh, this show, instead of airing 4 until 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, will now, now air 5 until 7 p.m., Monday through Friday. So for some of you listening at this time, as we approach the 6 o'clock hour, that may be good for you um, because maybe this is the time you drive and then I go off at 6 and uh, it may give you a chance to hear more of Priority Talk. Uh, From 2 until 4, you've been hearing Phil Williams and Right Side Radio, and that time is going to expand, and it will be 2 until 5, and then Priority Talk from 5 until 7. Now, uh, I'll I'll explain more as we get closer. That is going to change the uh, dynamics of the show just a little bit, and I'll give you more of that. I don't have time to break that down for you in this moment, but um, as we go forward, I'll give you more uh, details about what some of that will mean. But it'll still be two hours 
Uh, we'll still have our podcast. If you miss, you can always listen. Uh, if it affects you, although it won't affect as many of you listening right now, most likely, as it will those who listen during the earlier hour, the 4 o'clock hour. But Phil Williams does a fantastic show. He's a friend. Uh, I helped uh, make it happen, helped connect connect the dots that he would actually join the WXJC radio family and uh, bring Right Side Radio here to 101.1 FM. And so uh, nothing, uh, it's all good. Uh, I, look, I've been on it all kinds of times over the year here with WXJC. When I started, I was on from 8 to 10 a.m. Then I moved uh, 1 until 3 p.m. Then I moved 2 until 4 p.m. Then when I came back after the little time off, I was 3 until 5. Then you, many of you remember last spring, we slid 4 until 6 and so now it's just the natural progression. Uh, and a few years from now, I'll be broadcasting 10 until midnight if we keep this up. But no, it's good. And uh, look, several of those changes I myself requested, and uh, it was better for me. And in a lot of ways, uh, this is going to be better for me as well. You guys know, if you listen regularly, that uh, I'm awful busy with uh, my responsibilities as the president and CEO of uh, the Alabama Citizens Action Program, ALCAP. And so uh, this actually gives me a little bit more time during the day to accomplish uh, some of those important um, important tasks and important uh, jobs of influencing, uh, having influence with our legislators and also uh, educating and informing and dealing with our churches across the state on the issues that matter to all of us. So this uh, actually gives me a little bit more opportunity for that during the day because I'll start an hour later. So that sort of, um, you know, you get a whole nother hour during your work day. Uh, I am traveling a good bit around the state. And so, uh, honestly, there's some days this will uh, really give me an advantage of giving me a whole nother hour uh, to make it to studio. Uh, I know next week I'm going to be down in Troy, Alabama. And now uh, this will be before the time change. But, man, it sure would be nice if I had another hour. Uh, I could have meetings in Troy, uh, speak at, at different places around the state, and then give me a whole nother hour to make my way back, uh, back to Birmingham to studio. I can do the show remotely, but uh, it's a lot better when we do it in studio. We're able to provide the video. The audio is better. It's just more reliable, and so we prefer to do it that way. So um, begin to spread the word if you if you'd like, especially those uh, if you know people who could listen from six until seven, who may not currently be listening to the station at that time. And let them know that Priority Talk will now be airing 5 until 7. And that will begin next Thursday, September 1st, as we head into the Labor Day weekend. All right. We want everybody to have a great, great weekend. And uh, I know we've got a lot of high school football going on this weekend. A little bit of college football. And then, boy, next weekend it really kicks in, beginning with the uh, UAB Blazers and Alabama A&M on Thursday night, September 1st. Uh, boy, get out for that. Pack out Protective Stadium be a great atmosphere and a lot of fun to be at.